Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. My dear friends, this is your spoiler warning. If you have not watched John Leguizamo, Greatest Freak Out Ever, or some shit along those lines. I didn't think to read the title before I started this spoiler warning. Um, if you haven't seen that YouTube video, uh, feel free to mute this, go watch it and come back. It's very short, um, but we are going to spoil what happens. But in also that it's video. okay if you don't want to watch it, just keep listening. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, honestly... Uh, do what you want to do. I'm just saying that we are going to spoil it. So don't don't come at us with your, I really wanted to know what happened with that and you spoiled it. We've given you a spoiler warning. I don't want to drag out the spoiler warning because that would be you like love the final to drag insult. Out the, you that love, would be the final to insult to our audience that not even the spoiler warning has structure. But I wanted to say I was <laughs> listening to a podcast the other day. Um, it was about architecture uh, and they were talking about um, Beyonce and her and the way that she pop art or like like popular art this like and the Louvre she did a music video in the Louvre her and Jay Z and her, like the interaction between pop art and high art and they're like before you listen to this podcast it's a great music video yeah they're like before you listen to this podcast it's called ape shit yeah they're like before you listen to this podcast go back rewatch that video just so you're like on top of all the visuals that we're talking about and I was like oh okay and I was on a walk I was like okay. I'll just go to another podcast and I never came back. <laughs> so I'm just saying that could happen. We could be losing listeners because they're no, like, please don't, please don't do that. <laughs> please don't, please come back. Like always come also back. Also just don't leave. Like it's good. We'll catch up. We'll catch yeah, up on the greatest we'll freak up. out video. Anyway, that's enjoy, your spoiler warning. Sorry. Enjoy your episode. Bye. Peace. I hate the word. Um, um, all right, that was still the spoiler warning, Tom. I want you to keep Mish doing that. <laughs> now let's go into the opening music. Peace. I hate the word. Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizamo Rama, a 172-part podcast where two friends um, o- o- underestimate how many fucking things John Leguizamo has done. Each week, those two friends watch one of the things John Leguizamo has done. It it's it's nominally about their favorite character actor, but it's actually about um, every single fucking part of the entertainment industry in the last 25 years because he's touched it all. <laughs> Um, I am one of the two hosts of this um, radio program. My name is Zachary <laughs> Ruane. You may know me as um, the the chubby boy with the long hair. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and best friend in the whole wide world, Mish Wittrup, 
who you might know from or as. You might know from being the Andy Lee of this radio duo, I would say. No, we're we're two Hamishes and that's our problem. Yeah, but I mean, but if we had to say, like, we very much are two Hamishes. Yeah, but no, if, the, the if, reason we have no, like, <laughs> this is not going any further than this podcast <laughs> is because, because we're, we're both Hamishes. <laughs> no, but I think that if there was, like, if it was a gun-to-head situation, firstly, grim, but secondly, I think that I would probably get the Andy. I want that no. show on Channel 9 or whatever. I don't think you would be. I think, like, I think, I th- I think that's a genuine conversation we can have because I kind of like the dynamic... Zach, like, Zach's the serious one always talking about movies and Mish is always talking about our boobs, which I think would put you in the Hamish to my Andy. If Andy, instead of being, like, a regular, like, funny dude, was like a... Uh, like an unpalatable film nerd. No, and if Andy Hamish, had boobs. instead of being Hamish, talked about his boobs all the time. I think mm. you could be the Hamish. And okay. I, I could be the Hamish. It's a choice in the matter. Firstly, this podcast most definitely should have been called Movies and Boobs. Um, secondly, that's, that's if, a great, if we ever like wrap this up, yeah. movies and boobs. And yeah. it's, the whole idea is Zach Briggs, one of his favorite movies and Mish talks about her, but her boobs. <laughs> it's the worst high concept podcast I've ever heard. No, it's great. It's fucking great. I, I'll, I'll bet you this. Yeah. If we started that podcast or if we chose to change it to that podcast, we would probably maintain our numbers. There would be a number of people that would want to hear that. Yeah. Like 100%. Here to hear, like, there's no, like, this is just to hear, uh, like, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everyone out there, please let us know in Instagram comments or some shit. Are you here for John Leguizamo? Are you here for the movies that Zach talks about? No. Or are you here for my boobs? <laughs> Here's how movies and boobs would work, Mish. I come in with a favorite. Each week I come in with a, my, a, a favorite movie. Yeah. And, and you then... Go. You then compare it to your favourite pair of boobs. No, I would only talk about my boobs. Oh, okay. That's very like I would want to make that very. I would not openly talk about other people's boobs. It would only be my boobs, but I would tell a different story about my boobs. Um, something my boobs have been up to. That's right. Yeah, stuff like that. I think that that would be very good. And I think that the poster or the image would be some cleavage and then you and me squeezing out of the cleavage holding DVDs. Hmm. If someone could draw that for us. (laughs) I I I would love that so much. I just think... um, Holding John Leguizamo DVDs. Anything more inaccurate than you're the Andy of the group. I think neither. That's of us the most inaccurate thing you've ever heard. Yeah, because I I dated someone who thought the world was flat. I would argue that the world me is being... flatter than you are, Andy. Oh fuck off with that one, Zachary. I think neither of us are Hamish or Andy. Okay, is what I would say. I would say um, we're forging our own path. Are we kind of more like Emrus Stacano and Harley Breen? <laughs> We're more like Emerald Sicano and Emerald Sicano. Like, this so is what I'm trying em- to get across <laughs> to you, Mitch. 
Who's some more radio duos? Are we more like Rove or Sam Fr- and Sam Frost? That's that could be. Yeah, that's good actually. Can I be Sam Frost? Yeah, I, and I'm Rove. I love that. I'm Rove. You're Sam Frost. Okay. Well, we're Go so on. we're so. Um, who are the other ones? Can you compare? Us I can't to- try to think of more radio duos. You'd think there's Fifi Box and anyone else. Yeah, Fifi Box and anyone. We're the anyone else. Um. Oh. Um. More like a. Uh, uh, I was about to say Kate Sobrano, but not her. Um, who's that woman? Kate Lang. Kate Langbrook. Oh, Langbrook. Yeah. And any football player. Yeah. Retired football player. We are. We are like two. We are like two. Kyle Sanderlands in desperate just, need be- of a Jackie O. <laughs> I would say we're two Jackie O's that don't need no Kyle. You want to tell yourself you're a Jackie O, that you're a, you're a Kyle, if we are doing this game. Do you remember that show that Jackie O did called Undercover Angels? Yes. Oh, oh yes. good. Oh, and, good. Um, we could definitely do a side hustle boy. of that because it only did like four episodes. The little swimming boy, uh, he was young. He was so young. The swimming man. He's a man now, but he was the a boy little then. swimming boy. Ian, <laughs> the little swimming Ian boy, Thorpe. Thorpe was yeah. Charlie. No, he wasn't. He was. It was. Oh Ian my god, Thorpe. he was. It was like, and, hey, angels. Oh, and Katie from um, Bardo was also one of them. And what did they do? They like just helped. They people just out. yeah, yeah. Like, they just granted wishes. There was one who was really funny where this uh, kid. Uh, was not well. That part's not funny. Like no. this kid had just been through hospital or something. That part's sad. Um, and his dad or his mum or some shit was like, oh, my son really, really wants this bike. He's wanted it for years and he's been through so much. So Katie from Bardo was like, we can help you out along with Ian Thorpe. And they went and bought him this bike and they, they brought it to his house and they showed him and he couldn't have given a shit. It was so funny. It was amazing. Like, cool. Oh, Wow. Um, Why Ian thank Thorpe? You. Like what? What office was? I love Ian Thorpe, but in what mm. office was? Did someone land on <laughs> Ian Thorpe as Charlie from Charlie's Angels? Who knows? Did he ever do anything else other than that in terms of like television? Yeah, he does a lot of commentary, which makes sense. Like that makes sense. Commentary. Yes, but I mean anything that's like kind of more like branding of Ian. He Thorpe. could do no, but he could do it. Like I mean, you look at Joanna, Joanna Grid. Joanna Grimms. Griggies. Griggies. The swimmer that does, that took over from Noni on the uh, Better Homes and Gardens. Oh, I love Noni Hazelhurst. But there was the swimmer took over, Joanna Griggs took over from Noni, right? And she's great, right? And I think that he would be great at that. I think he would be very, he's a very confident man. And I think he would be a really fantastic TV host. But him in like a suit, being like, "Ladies, time to go and um, time to go and do some good around Sydney." <laughs> <laughs> like it's, I don't know. Maybe I could see a Daryl. Oh, so can we? Can we? Can we do Undercover Angels again? Mm-hmm. That would be cool. It could be you and me. We could be the Angels. So Who could funny. be our Charlie? Well, it has to be Ian Thorpe. <laughs> No, I'd be Charlie. Um, no, you would be an angel. You can't leave me out there by myself. No, I'd be Charlie and mm-hmm. because I'm a boy. 
Oh, fuck off. Fuck, Joe. It's just not a core concept. <laughs> you can't accuse me of sexism. It's, a, it's arguably it's a sexist concept. Um, um, I just, I completely forgot that Jackie O was a part of that. And then when you brought up Kyle Sandylands and Jackie O. Jackie O's like, a riot. I'd love to, like, know more about Jackie O. Yeah. What's, like, what's up with Jackie O? Like, what's Jackie O's deal? Like, where, where does Jackie O fit? Because we don't get Kyle and Jackie O, and I don't drive, so I don't listen to the radio. Do we so, not get it here? Because I would I think I we do. Listen. I think we might now, but I, we never did. And I just, like, I don't know. It's this weird kind of merging of two Because I think she started out as, like, the, oh, stop it, Kyle. Yeah. You know, like, but then... There's only so many years, there's only so many, like, joint contract negotiations, there's only so many, like, Mm. of being, I'll stop at Kyle before it's like, wait a second, wait a second, you're a part of this, Jackie O. Yeah, but that's the thing, it's like (laughs) Kyle cops so much shit, and rightly so in a lot of ways, don't come for me, but also fuck it. She doesn't. Kyle. Let it be known right now on this podcast. Misha loves Kyle. Misha and Zach. No. Leg was Amarama, big Kyle fans. You know, I I, I, good on him for his success, but I think he's done some atrocious things. Same though. Don't throw me under this bus. I don't love Kyle. Don't, Zach. None of that. No, I can't but what's what's Jackie O's deal? I don't know. Should I find out a little bit about her? Yeah, but it's not about that. It's like, it's like, what is Jackie O like? What does she stand for? What does she stand for? What's her like? What's her? Um, Her name's Jacqueline Ellen Last, better known as Jackie O is an Australian commercial radio hostess and television presenter, best known for presenting the hot hits live from LA, Hot 30, Countdown, Take 40 Australia, two series of Australian Princess and the Kyle and Jackie O show. They definitely left out Undercover Angels, but when that's was she, fine. When did she start doing Kyle and Jackie O? I'll have a look on her wiki page. Yeah, great. Because I feel like that's a hyperlink right there, the Kyle and Jackie O show. Uh, 2000, nope, not 2007. On the 1st of November 2013, Jackie and co-host Kyle Sanderlands announced that they would be, 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 be returning in 2014 to host their two-day FM breakfast show. Um, and she has hosted celebrity prank show Surprise, Surprise, Gotcha. Mm. She was also co-host of Big Brother. That's right! They took over from Gretel. I remember that. It was weird. It was weird as a Melbourneian. Yeah. Because, like... And I think like that's that yeah. That was She's a weird... an animal rights activist. There you go. There you go. Um and was named as the second most hated celebrity in an annual list of Zoo magazine, only surpassed by co host Kyle Sanderlands as number one. Wow. She's Thank a... you, Zoo magazine. So she yeah, she's a yeah. What's a but who is she? Does she know. like, what does she think of Kyle? Have you ever been interviewed by them? No. Huh. No, I've been interviewed by many of the people you just referenced, but never. Have you ever been interviewed by um, Karl Stefanovic? No. Karl Stefanovic. Um, been interviewed by the breakfast version of that. The one with. No, um, no, the weekend version of that. Oh, the one with Larry Emder. No, the other weekend version, the weekend version of the other one. 
What? I think. I don't know. It was over Zoom. It was during that time when everything was over Zoom. And oh, I'd yeah. just be sitting there and then suddenly there'd be like I'd be on the television, but I'd, I, it would be exactly the same as any other Zoom meeting. So I'd be sitting on Zoom, but there'd just be this context that it was then being broadcast <laughs> on the television. <laughs> so, like, did they give you any prep for that? Were they like, okay, because, so, like, when you go in for an interview, it's very different. But, like, over Zoom, was it just like all of a sudden you'll just be on television? No, you usually get a little bit of prep. So you'll call in. Like you'll zoom in for TV, it's similar to radio, and a producer will be like, hey, you ready? How are you going? And then you'll usually talk to the hosts in the ad break or in on radio in the song break, and then they'll bring you on. But it is pretty wild. Like phone interviews for radio and Zoom interviews for television are very strange because yeah, you're just sort of like on your phone. And you're like, and it's always like you've always got something else on and you're always just like, oh, I've just got to slip out for a minute. And then you're just like, hi, yeah, no, so exciting. And then, uh, wow, yeah, great, yeah, okay, awesome, see you later. And then you come back and you're like, sorry, I had to zip out for a sec. <laughs> it would be the strangest thing to see, to walk past someone on the phone and just being like, that's right, Kyle, um, yeah, it was a great opportunity and I can't wait for everyone to see it. <laughs> She's down That's there so phone. funny. Very strange. What a strange thing you got to experience. Yeah, it's just oh oh. PR. Shall we talk about another strange thing that yeah. we all got to experience here in the, Melbourne? Uh, shall we say it in unison? Yes. One, two, two three, three. The great the, Betty uh, Burgers. What? Betty Burgers. Wall fell down on Chapel Street, but yeah, the earthquake. The earthquake. Did the, was it Betty's Burgers? Betty's Burgers. Oh no, Betty. But I was <laughs> Not thinking Betty. about it. I was thinking about. It, I'm like, well, um, lucky for them because they've. If anyone needs help with the repairs, they've got concrete on hand. <laughs> <laughs> if you just listen, Betty's Burgers and Concrete Co. is a uh, burger company, and they have concrete, which is another word for like a. Egg-based iced cream, um, custard-based ice cream. Oh, is that what that cream. is? Yeah, I didn't um, understand the joke. But it's I thought you concrete. were making a dig at the tradie protest. No, not going there. <laughs> no, we don't go there here. We, but we do talk about the earthquake. We keep where it were you? Political, because I'm so this will probably of be coming out. <laughs> uh, this will probably be coming out in a couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, so people would have all but forgotten of the great 2021 earthquake of Melbourne. Uh, but this morning, mm. around 9.15am, we had a little bit of an earthquake here. It was... And remarkable. It was I've a never real fe- proper earthquake, hey? Yes. I've never experienced anything like it. I was sitting on the couch with my dog and my housemate. I'd just taken my dog for a walk and then everything started to shake. I felt like... It, I've never... I can't really explain the feeling except that for half a second, I thought maybe I was hungover. Hmm. Like, just for half a second, I was like, oh. And then I realised I haven't had anything to drink for two years. So I'm you're, like, I don't think that's what it is. You're currently in an apartment. I'm in, a, mm. I'm in like, a, a townhouse. So Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Yours is closer to the city, okay. so it's about the same. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, but you're in an apartment 
what was it like there? Was it like wobbly? Because like down yeah. where I was, so, it was like shaky. Like I was shaking and the walls mm. were shaking. Um, it was, was it- wobbly. So there was it was a different kind of like it wasn't like a um, erratic shake. It was this weird wobble feeling. Yeah. Right. But my friend, shout out to Jess Brody. Uh, check her out on Instagram. Uh, a bachelor in paradise fame, Jess Brody. Uh, she's on a 20th floor. Wow. And she said it was petrifying. She was like, we honored, like I honestly thought that the building was falling down. That's what I thought. So first I went, I'm hungover. Then I went, no, I'm not. And then I went, oh, my God, because there was currently a whole bunch of like construction going on in my building. Cool story, Mish. Um, I was like, my building's falling down. Mm. Like, and I'm going to, it's, the building's going to fall down with my housemate on a uni Zoom call and my dog chewing on toilet rolls. We're all just going to die here. Yeah. I didn't think, I was just like, I had a real like, it's very strange because if you are listening from a place that has earthquakes often, Mm. Melbourne does not have earthquakes often and when it does, they're very minor. They're the sort of Mm. thing of like, was that a, whereas this is the first time I've ever been in anything where I was like, oh, that's an, this is an, like this is an earthquake. Yeah. Like this is, things are Did you get up and go and stand in a doorway? No, I was just like, what's going on? Oh, I think it's an earthquake. And then I then I immediately went put earthquake into Twitter. Like immediately mm. was like, okay, what's this about? Twitter's always the most up to date on anything. Yeah. So you I, I put earthquake into Twitter and I'm talking like within a minute of the earthquake. Um, Tony Martin had already done like a funny joke. Yeah, I saw that. It was really funny. <laughs> but like, I can't express to you how quickly. Like, it was like, I think I was like, he. <laughs> it would have been mid earthquake. Mid earthquake had the idea for the joke and was possibly writing it as the earthquake was still happening. And I was like, that is like, t- that's our true comedian. That's very funny. That's a true. My, I um about it took about five minutes for it to kind of be like, oh my god, that was an earthquake. My housemate freaked out. I was actually pretty chill, but then we were like, let's go take the dog for a walk and get out of the building just in case. And by the time we got downstairs, so all of maybe five to seven minutes, I jumped on Instagram and all I could see were like influence and stuff, influencers posting selfies, being like, oh my god, did everyone just feel that? Like every story was. Did everyone feel the earthquake? Did you guys just feel that earthquake? Oh, my God, there was an earthquake. It's like, but yes, we all felt it. Like, just check your stories. The other it's very funny. Tweet, I, I shouldn't just quote tweets without remembering who did it. Yeah, I might not because I feel <laughs> I feel a little, um, yeah, like I'm stealing someone else's stuff. But there's some very funny tweets on it. Very funny can tweets. I, can I um, actually check a tweet with you? Because I've been working on a funny tweet about Oh, it. yeah. You want to run it past me and then we can tweet it now? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, do that. And then at the end of the episode, we'll check how many likes it's got. I don't think it'll get a lot. I think it's too complicated. No, and go I for think it. It's, and, and also, I'm happy to just hear, um, uh, you know what, Zach, this isn't a good enough tweet. So okay. just. Um, I'm not very good at Twitter. Okay. I have been published, but yeah, I'm not very good at Twitter. You're great at Twitter. You just don't like Twitter. There's a difference. Um, all right. <laughs> I would only be worried about this earthquake if 85% of high-rise apartments that have been built in Melbourne in the last 25 years have key structural faults because of unscrupulous developers operating (laughs) under a lack of regulation and oversight. But I'm pretty sure it's closer to 75, so we're okay. I think without the last bit, that's very funny. Oh, you reckon? Yes. I love the last bit. (laughs) 
My vote is without the last bit. Yeah, no, I think you're probably right. So should I should I put the 75 up to where it's true? Yes. Yeah. Or maybe yeah, and I then could that do... is a that is a br- brilliant tweet. Maybe I could do 80. You know, if and... you're a true friend, you'd let me steal that right now. No, it's not going to do that well. It's too <laughs> late. But I'm going to do 80 percent, and then if anyone comes at me with like it's not 80 percent, I'll be like, mm. oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Perf- See, that's perfect. Yeah. Okay. A brilliant a, tweet. A brilliant tweet. All right, I'm going to do it. All right, and then we'll check back in on it. If only we could like test. Like both versions of it, like then you know. Mm. Um, well, wow. I would suggest that I would post the other one, but then I think everyone would just be like, "Me just coming back," and also I have like four Twitter followers, so don't worry about it. Um, they might not. They might think that um, you're copying me. Uh, yeah, they would think that I was copying you. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about while you're posting that and while we wait for them likes to come in. It's not going to get that many likes. Let's talk about the John Leguizamo content of the day. Of the day. Of the day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, uh, so today we're doing the greatest freak out. No, what's it fucking called? I don't even remember, Zach. Oh, my I'm sorry, I've forgotten what it's called. John Leguizamo, greatest freak out ever is what it's called. Um, I'm on blurb, which is fun. I bashed this out while I was doing a wee. Okay. The greatest freak out ever is a YouTube video that was posted in 2009 by Waffle PWN. It shows a young guy, around preteen age, secretly filming his brother as he freaks out about his World of Warcraft game being cancelled or some other gamer shit like that. In the video, he screams, paces around his room, removes his clothing, and tries to shove a remote up his asshole. It was later revealed that this videos that all these videos were totally fake and totally set up by these two boys. LOL. In the 2010 video posted by the same channel, John recreates the freakout in a parody of the original video. Wow, right. The video. So it's basically it's a parody video of the video I was telling you it all makes about. Makes so much more sense now. Have you not seen the original? Couldn't, no. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Um, This video was requested by James Kuda, C-U-D-A, who is a loyal Leguizama Rama listener who slipped into our DMs. Thank you very much, James. That's great. Yeah. So you haven't seen the original video. When's it from, did you say? 2009. I was Um, hoping your explanation. That was like the time. Was that not the time? For com short, short like yes. fuzzy quality, like digitally mm-hmm. looking um, comedy sketches, framed as like found footage. Yes, so much. It was also like just the start of prank videos and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but that was like Trent from Punchy under one happened minute. then. 
Under one minute video, Smosh wasn't Smosh like Smosh massive. Smosh was in more, yeah. Smosh was a little earlier. Remember their yeah. like little voiceover one, but yeah, but no, you're absolutely mm. right about. But these were the ones where like, uh, oh my god, can you believe this real piece but of like where we just believed this, a video that we so saw? I had seen this video, back, yeah, right, way back when it was done, and I remembered it just by watching the John Leguizamo video, right? But. The thing about that video was it is genuinely very well acted. <laughs> so everyone thought it was real. Yeah. They then proceeded, these two brothers that created the original video, to do a whole bunch of freak out videos. And then when they had, were quite famous around the 2009 period, I think it then came out that they were kind of set up or something like that. But they did a whole bunch of them and they were very believable. Yeah, it wow. wasn't kind of like, you. have you ever seen, <laughs> have you seen on Facebook? And yeah. it's all. Always on Facebook, those weird videos of like, you'll never guess what happened next. And it's like a three minute video of some weird craft and you don't see what actually happens to the last three seconds of the video. Mm. And you have to watch the whole thing. So all these people just being like, whoa, this is going to be crazy. Whoa, you want to, oh, wow. That kind of shit. Mm. No, this was different. This was kind of like a, it was just very well done, very fuzzy and just very believable. Um, that's it just was the time. Like, I feel like we just, if you saw a funny video with a funny fella being weird, mm. you would just believe it to be true. Mm. You would just back then, like people now, it's like, no, that's just, that's just what weird people on my Facebook do. But no, everyone believed videos mm-hmm. on the internet back then. Absolutely. 100%. It's like all those, do you oh, it would have been around that time. Oh, where they did a whole bunch of like, um, UFO footage ghosts, seeing ghosts in houses and stuff and people would put them on YouTube. Mm. You're like, oh, my God, look, I just saw this ghost and it's like a broom or some shit, but they've made it look like a ghost. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, fuck yeah. Love that, Mish. Love that for you. Love that for me. I'm sorry I freaked out. I tweeted the tweet and then I deleted it because I was like, it's not right. It's not there yet. (laughs) Zach. Zach, believe in yourself, A. B, focus on what we're fucking doing. Well, yeah? do you know what? That's why I told you because I was like, like I'm going to keep just like going back and forth and writing this tweet and it's like I think I've just got to accept that I'm not ready to do this tweet. It's not right yet. I All right, tell you what, it. we're going to release this episode mm-hmm. and we'll, uh, we'll get some feedback and if it's really good in a few weeks, then you can post this is what it. I hate, man. This is the world we live in now. You think of something funny, you got a minute. You got a minute. Just post it. I I don't use Twitter ever, ever. The the concept of likes on Twitter means nothing to me. Mm. You know? I'm really bad at it. I'm really, it does not suit my strengths at all. People that are good at it are people like Tony Martin, like Reese Nicholson, like uh, Becky Lucas. Even ben Russell is very ben good. Ben Russell. Um, the people that are good at it are people that are like sharp. And like Naomi Higgins. Naomi Higgins, very good at it. People like me, I'm just like, what are you reckon about this? You're very witty. You're, I think you're sharp and witty. Not, not like 100. percent How is it that I'm good at it, but you're not? Um, Am I not good at it? No, no. You're, you've got you. You're sharper. You hit points harder. You hit points harder than I do. I move around until I find something funny. Do you know what I mean? I kind of go, eh, that's funny. And then I, and then I like, but like, I, I'm a little more like a little more wordy and so whereas Twitter's more just like, 
barbs, and I'm not good at that. I'm just. Oh, my... do you know who's great? Greg Larson. Greg Larson's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Phenomenal at Twitter. I'll just sit and go through his tweets sometimes. Yeah, so funny. But um, not me. I'm more of a um, Instagram Reels kind of guy. <laughs> Instagram, Instagram Lives. I'd be. I'd love. I. I. If I could be bothered, I think I'd do okay at like streaming, like live streams. Because mm. you know, let's just spend an hour. Let's riff. <laughs> Well, we're going to have to figure out the Twitch thing sooner or later so that we can play these games. Everyone's asking us to play Rayman 3. Yeah, yeah. But so. I, I refuse. Like, we only do Twitch if you want to and you learn it. Well, we have to learn the game. We have to do the game. I mean, I reckon we could, once the world opens up again, we could probably just go to Lena's house and do it from her Twitch. She'd love that. Yeah, that's true. And we can just ask if we can do that. But do you know what? Tell me what you thought of this video, Zach. I didn't get it. I didn't, um, hadn't seen the original, so um, uh, I watched it and I was like, I reckon this has some context and I can't wait <laughs> to be told what it is when Mish does her intro. So thank I will God send you, you the original yeah. video. Um, it's, it's good. It is good. He takes his top off. It's um, sexy Luigi, I reckon. Daddy Guizamo, I'd say. Maybe a Daddy was Yeah, you're right. Daddy Guizamo, for sure. Sorry, mm. I was wrong. Yeah. It's Daddy Guizamo. It's very around Spun. It's very near Spun era. You know what I mean? He's a little bit kind of like a little bit gaunt, a little bit junky sexy. I'm going to put him, I'm going to put it at like, I think it's a little later than, than Spun. I think it's more like, um, like his uh, mid-2000s comedies. Is where I'd put him. Uh, I'm trying to think of like you less. You go less chronologically with this stuff. I'm gonna IMDb. I, I I'm not just looking for stuff from 2010. I'm gonna go to IMDb. I'm, I'm pretty gonna... sure it was 2010 that this video was posted. Might be wrong. <laughs> but Spun was 01. No, it was 10 years ago. It says 10 years ago. Yeah, so... Spun was 01 though. Oh, I think was he's it? a little more Daddy Guizamo than Spun. Oh, okay. Like I oh, think yeah, I'm way off. I'm way off. Do you know what happens now? Something's happened. You know how, like, um, Google does predictive things? Yeah. Like how it um, – something has happened where now every time I go on IMDb, it goes to the Big Balls page. That's really funny. I'm trying to find <laughs> other reference um, points. I had it um, set in high, like all through high school, my family computer, and my dad raged about it. But um, the home page was Neopets. That's <laughs> Do you so remember Neopets? Yeah, and my dad was just like, Neopets. I want fucking Google back. <laughs> I oh, was like, I can't so do it, funny. dad. I don't know how I did it. And I changed it to Neopets. It was we very could do, funny. If we ever streamed and once we finished... Um, once we finished our um, John Leguizamo games, we could stream Neopets. Oh, my God. That's genius. Did, is Neopets still around? It, I believe it is. Did you ever? Oh, I had, my, my Neopets name was Grubby Wubby. That's that fantastic. isn't a joke. It was a green slimy monster. I loved him. Did you ever? Oh, funny. This is the same time as Repo Men. So that's oh. what we talked about. Not Lincoln Lawyer-ish 
time. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the take. See, I found him to be quite thin. Okay. Yeah, no, I think it's more just like I think he was a little less. Definitely like, daddy though. You're so right. I was he was a way little off. bit more. I, I put it more in the, in the um, yeah, Lincoln lawyer era. Yeah. Happening a little. Yeah, the happening is a good, you know. And daddy Guzamo, I believe, is a transitional phase. It belongs to the dad Guzamo era, mm. but it is a transitional phase from Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood was leg was Hollywood leg was Hollywood yeah it's like it is you know it it is a transitional phase it's like it's he's a he's he's a dad with a with a sprinkle of Hollywood yeah well it's my favorite it's my favorite well, no, it's my. I find him to be the most attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Is Daddy Guzamo loving the Daddy Guzamo mm-hmm. era? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's yours? What's your? That's an. I don't think I've ever thought to ask you this, Zach. At this point in our podcast history, history, podcast mm-hmm. trajectory, mm-hmm. I don't know. What is your favorite Leguizamo? That's tough. I mean, that's tough. I do think just because he was in a lot of my... Fuck. I think... I think Sexy Luigi. Okay. I think there's just like... He's just got it going on. Yeah. Do you count Romeo and Juliet with that? Or are you going... Absolutely. So Hollywood is inclusive. Hollywood is a subcategory of Sexy yeah. Luigi. It's, it's Just so, like Daddy Guzama was a subcategory of Dad Guzama. I understand. Yeah, so if I had to dig in, I would say probably... But, like, I think I think he's even... I think Hollywood is more... I think he's still Sexy Luigi in Romeo and Juliet. I think he becomes Hollywood around the Moulin Rouge spun era. There's like it's like uh, Romeo and Juliet is his step into Legwas Hollywood. Can I just um, say a quick side note? Mm-hmm. Zach and I send each other fuck TikToks from time to time, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. just randomly today you sent me just the sexiest John Leguizamo. Isn't that so Romeo funny? Isn't that such yes, a funny it was so video? funny. And it went viral. There is love for John Leguizamo out oh, there. Oh, there is so much love for John Leguizamo, but particularly as Tobolt. Like we really, really do need to talk about when we're going to do Romeo and Juliet. Because yes. I would love to chat about it. I think it's time. People are requesting it. People are requesting a lot of shit, but people are really yeah, but you requesting it. Give them that. Romeo and Juliet, and they'll go now, Chef, and then you'll give them Chef, and then they'll go now, now, um, uh, now Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge, and you'll give them Moulin Rouge, and then we'll have three years of Ice Ages to go. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't We're know what they sp- want. Trying to spread them out. We are trying to spread them out. <laughs> of course we are. Uh, no, we're, we're due for a big blockbuster one soon, oh, though. Great. So that's exciting. Just keep on listening, guys. We'll give you what you want eventually. Yeah, yeah, you stick <laughs> with us. You stick with us. Stick with us and sooner or later you will enjoy us. Um, <laughs> you stick with this. Yeah, no, i gotta say, I got to say Sexy Luigi. Um, but that being said, I like all the phases. And I love, like, Chef is probably... Is like my go-to mm. film of his, and and like so, and that's what Dad was. That's Dad Guzamo. That's full Dad Guzamo. Oh, that's full Dad Guzamo. I think what breaks my heart is that at the sexy Luigi phase, he didn't become like a fifteen million dollar superstar. Because yeah. I, what I would have loved is the Dad Guzamo phase post him being a fifteen million dollar superstar. Um, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I hear you. 
you know, I want to see his Lincoln lawyer. And I know that was the take, but I want to see. Oh, don't. The take, I'm, I get, if you, if, if we have any new listeners, um, I'm just going to give you a quick rundown on The Take. The Take is a movie we watched probably. I Why don't do you know, think fuck. people are listening now? Why do you? Well, well, I don't know. Fuck. I'm going to come in and listen to the fucking one about that viral video <laughs> parody he did. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that if people don't, if they haven't listened to the one about The Take, I'm just saying that The Take was this fucking incredible movie that neither Zach nor I had heard about. Mm. And then we watched it and it was so, so good. And he's the lead. Like he has a full McConaughey moment, but he doesn't get his leg were leg was a masons. Mm. Um, like he should have. It didn't get the reception that it, sh- it deserved and it made me very angry. We're going to push for that. Arguably maybe. the best movie that we've seen that I hadn't seen previously, the best new film I'd seen yeah. uh, of John Leguizamo's. I think it's like, I think, I, surely with Tibble, with Tibble and Tu Wong Fu, Mm-hmm. There's enough stuff there that you could go, like, you could give it. I mean, he's a big deal. He's a big deal. He does very well for himself. But, like, with those yes. movies, I feel like I still am putting money on a Leguizamaisance. Because I feel like, like, you look at when someone shares that video, that video, that TikTok that did well the other day, people were like, yay, I love Tybalt. And just like I think there's just got to be like a little bit of, yeah, you know, a few more videos, and we could be at the beginning of it. Someone else could be like, oh, that oh, video you about did well, and then who who's gonna be there ready to fucking rake in the cash? Who's gonna be well, like, let's we're say not this. cashing in. We've been doing this for years. Johnny Legs, when we started this podcast from memory, had like seven hundred thousand Instagram followers. Mm. He's so close to a million now. Because of us. Because of you and me. Because of our 40 listeners. Because of our 40 listeners. Yeah. No, but I just think, like, you know, the Leguizamaisance is coming. He's got a great career, but I think there's going to be, like, this reappraisal. There's going to be, like, hey, this guy, and then that's when we're going to get some primo shit. We need, like, a Baz Luhrmann to have a, a... mid-90s Baz Luhrmann moment where he comes up like with something fucking fa- phenomenal and Johnny Legs is the star. And Johnny, Johnny Legs is the – he's the lead. What we need is like the way that Tarantino in the early 90s mm. was like, hey, i got to put that guy – like the way what he did with John Travolta. He was like mm. – because people forget John Travolta had not done much, you know, yeah. and then he was like, fuck, I love John Travolta. Gonna put, mm. Someone needs to be like, you know – like, John Leguizamo was a lot more successful than John Travolta was at that point in his career. 100%. But, like, yeah. what would be amazing is if, like, a 30 to 40-year-old director right now that grew up watching his stuff oh. goes, well, I want John Leguizamo. Mm. And they're like, okay, great. Like, someone's like, I want John Leguizamo for this part. And then mm. John Leguizamo's like, oh, thank you. And they're like, here you go. And then everyone's oh. like, oh, my God, John the Leguizamo. And Who, then our podcast who's takes gonna fucking off. rake it in? We're going to get rich. And then other people are going to be like, oh, they're just cashing in. You know, they're just doing this. They're just, And we're just going to be like, we, we had his back from 700,000 followers. Back. Fuck we you. you. We had his back. And people will be like, did, like, oh, people will be like, oh my god, you know, he like, did you see this new Oscar-winning movie? And then we'll say, well, we, no, we haven't because we've been really busy with our radio career that has now taken off mm-hmm. based because off the one podcast. Of us decided yeah. who would be the Jackie O? Yeah, exactly. 
Which I'm happy to be. I'm happy to be the Jackie. I'm not Kyle. That's not fair. I am not Kyle. Tom can be Kyle. (laughs) One of us has got to be Kyle. I'm not Kyle. I am not Kyle. All right. I'm not going to say it again because the more I say it, the more it makes it sound like I am Kyle. I don't know. You've got Kyle vibes right now. I don't have Kyle vibes. Let's get... (laughs) Oh, fuck off. How many Leguistamos do you give John Leguizamo greatest what the fuck ever? am I meant to? How the fuck am I meant to give this video? Well, I guess he's in it heaps. It's got to be like four Leguistamos, yeah? It gets four from me because I truly actually believe that there wasn't a hell of a lot of commitment there. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I, I, like, we did not talk at all about like how... How did that video come about? I have no idea. What I didn't realise was that it was posted by the same people that posted the original video. So my guess is is that, like, they contacted John and John was like, I have, I'm in the area and you've got me for 15 minutes. Do you want to know my theory? Mm-hmm. There's a picture in the – I think someone – I think early, early, early days, I think John Leg was – I think they shared the same agents or managers and I think that – it was the early days of like signing up YouTubers to agencies and stuff. And the agency mm. signed them up and they were like, well, we could team you up with someone. And they were like, we want John Leguizamo. Yeah, and they were like, okay. I don't know. I had no idea. It's a weird video, but it's on YouTube if you guys want to go watch it. Waffle P W N. It's got 2.4 uh, mil views. 2.4 mil. More than mil. anything I've ever made. <laughs> The video, just keep that in mind as you're watching it, that that video is more popular Maybe than Pud. anything. Maybe Pud has more, but otherwise. Well, Pud has more than two million. Of all your shit, yeah. b- bless you, I'm proud of you and Thank I'm you. proud of Pud. But of all the things, that's the most popular thing you've ever created. Yeah, Christmas Pud, always room for Christmas Pud, Mish. It's oh, great. Zach, stop that now. <laughs> Well, there's always room. <laughs> there is always. You make a good point there. Ha ha ha. So you give it four. I give it four. That's yeah. beautiful, man. Uh, uh, Mish, I want to say thank you so much for being the Kyle to my Jack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get fucked. Thanks for being the Hamish to my Andy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love both of them. No, that's not. I don't, I'm not Kyle. I love both Hamish and Andy. Yeah, I don't. I'm not Kyle. <laughs> anyway, you're the Tom Kyle can- to my Jack. Yo, out of the two of them, you're the Kyle. But neither That's of us so are unfair. Kyle. That's so unfair because no one's going to support me in this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for the shut, stop it. Tom, can you please play us out with a little bit of Napoleon in rags? <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon in rags, of course, being Tom's short, uh, short-lived uh, rock and roll out yeah, so from at, university. And it, we would all know how much you guys love Tom's music. He made our theme music he does all of auntie donna's stuff so let's let's see this episode out with a little bit of napoleon Napoleon and rags Rags. (laughs) take it away napoleon and rags Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.